Welcome back to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. My name is Mike, also known as the Used Book Guy on YouTube, along with my friend and fellow full-time reseller, Johnny B. We help people start and grow their reselling businesses from the ground up. We also have a weekly Zoom call and private Discord for all YouTube members. Head on over to youtube.com backslash usedbookguy to join the channel and gain access to the full-length podcast, Zoom call, and private Discord today. Let's get into this week's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 36. I can still do it with two hands. Check me out. Today's topic is a important one, right? Life after reselling, your plans to basically, you know, transition out of reselling because before the call today, me and Johnny B were talking about it like, can they use book guy continue to do this from the third floor when he's 70 years old? The answer is no, any way you look at it, even if I'm one of those old guys that is super ripped, right? It's just, it's a lot of moving, a lot of weight. So you got to kind of have a plan when it comes to getting out of reselling and almost it's, it's different, right? Because you're your own business. So there's nobody like, there's no company match 401k. There's really no kind of retirement plans unless you take your own initiative and do it. And I do think a lot of people are just so caught up with just reselling that a lot of people don't have like an exit strategy. And I'm not saying, you know, you can't resell until you're dead, basically, because there is, you know, it keeps a lot of people active. You can make a little bit of extra money doing this. But I do think it is important that you treat it like a business and you plan for the future. You can't always just be my sales today. This is how much I made today. What's your plan next year? What's your plan, you know, three years from now, five years from now? Do you want to still be as involved in your business? Because if I'm not going out thrifting, then I have no inventory to sell. So like if if something happens to me, then all of a sudden, hey, you know, I'm I'm kind of screwed where Johnny B is trying to build an operation where he he scales his employees, he trains his employees, and then he kind of can step back out of the business. So I'm gonna throw it over to you and just give me your your insights on this. Yeah, I mean, I don't plan on doing this forever. Do I plan to have an eBay store forever? Yes, I do. But me being as hands-on as I am right now, no, I'll be taking a much, much step back. I'll probably find me a smart person, and they'll be me, and they'll deal with all the stuff that I currently deal with now, plus more employees, honestly. So basically like your manager type person, pay them very well, and then they manage all the little sub-employees under you. Now, you got to take stock of that person eventually wanting to leave themselves and or having to rehire employees that come and go. Because I've never met a person who wanted to work for a reseller that said, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I'm good. I don't know if that individual exists, but. I mean, if you pay them 50 bucks an hour, that might be, I mean, I might come work for you at that point and just close up shop. I mean, yeah, if the price is right, I mean, people will stay. Um, either they can't go any better, do any better either in their own heads. They perfectly can do better, honestly, but. If they're comfortable enough and have no plans to do anything bigger, maybe you could have permanent staff and a permanent manager, certainly. Um, but yeah, uh, so when I get it up to that point, I don't know when it will happen. Um, probably 10 to 15 for myself is my guess. But again, it's a guess at that because the market's constantly changing, constantly in flux, right? So I got to adapt and adjust uh, based off what it does. I, I do think uh, we, we kind of been I kind of been talking about this on uh, the YouTube channel lately is us trying to find a house so we can get some equity into real estate property. And I do think a lot of people that's almost like the the common theme with a lot of the bigger resellers is that they take their reselling money and put it into another venture that's yeah. going to make them money. I'm not saying real estate is easier than reselling, but 
you have, you know, equity in those in those pieces of land, those houses, uh, if you have if your rental properties, things like that. I think that's kind of the trend that at least I've been seeing with a few resellers is that, hey, I want to grow my business, make enough money, put some money in the real estate, get a little bit of, uh, you know, it's really not passive income, even though that's what every YouTube video says. Uh, nothing's passive income in this world, right? Especially if you if you have a rental property, you're going to have to fix things, deal with tenants, things like that. But I do think having something like that in your mind is important, right? Because if you just resell, 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 you never think of like an exit plan, then that's all you're going to do until you, you just get burnt out. And, you know, all of a sudden you, you look at the, the watch and, you know, you ain't got no time left, right? That That's the end of, that's the, end of the, the end of the trip for you. And I do think it is important that you just have this one thing or maybe another side hustle. And I could say mine is YouTube, right? Like, oh, I have another basically stream of income coming in and something else I can focus on that, you know, brings me joy. Like I wouldn't do it if it, if I hated doing it, but you should have something you're working towards. I'm just curious. Do you have like, I'm, I, this is getting real personal here, right? I'm going to throw out a personal question. Do you have any retirement accounts at all? Like, do you have any kind of like 401k, any, anything? I'm not, I don't care how much is in it. I'm just curious if you have any kind of retirement account. $10 billion. I don't really need to be reselling. I just do this for fun now. Uh, no, I do have a Roth account. I have a regular IRA account. And then I have actual physical, tangible gold and silver. Okay. What's your address? I will be showing up wearing a bandana over my face and I'm taking your gold and silver. Well, I have insurance on it and it's at the bank locked up. So you're you're lucky to, uh, I'll, I'll let you try to rob the bank, uh, collect the insurance money. Be cool. You think I'm a rookie? I've seen enough Netflix shows and cheesy action movies to know how to get in and out of banks undetected all right cheap uh -huh. uh -huh. you, ever, you ever see point break yeah uh-huh that that's that's me so um i, I do also think... saw heat and they all died <laughs> <laughs> i do think it is 47s they all died it is important to like have something kind of to build like they say oh a nest egg right that's like so such a cheesy weird term like have a nest egg for like when you want to retire and more people want to retire earlier than ever, right? It used to be you work until you're 65, 67, and then you retire. I think in today's society, there's more people that want to basically get out early, right? They don't want to work until they're 65, 67 years old. And you do have to start making decisions today to plan for that. I know, you know, I'm 35 years old. Basically, another 30 years is what I'd be looking at. But small decisions today are going to have a big impact on your future, whether that's putting $20 into, you know, uh, a retirement account every week, you know, $100 a month, something like that. You got to get the compound interest of things working in your favor. And that's why people like real estate, right? Because real estate only goes up. You know, there's never, there's been a few points where real estate has really gone down in value. And if it has, it's come back up. It's kind of almost like the stock market. And that's what's, that's what's appealing to everybody because, you have your money in there. It's equity. If you sell the place, whatever happens, you can get your money back out of it almost guaranteed every single time. So I'm just curious, say if one person you said like, you know, you find this one superstar manager yeah. and they do everything you want them to do. You know, this person is the person. Would you be fine with basically overpaying them to keep them to run your business? If you step back, like, you know, like what, what's the max you would pay somebody an hour if they were like your superstar person? I wouldn't even do a dollar, it'd be a salary. Um, I would pay them $100,000 a year. That would, that would be it. Yeah. With, with benefits? 
Um, I can I could roll in benefits. Uh, if I'm paying him a hundred grand salary, I obviously have the money to roll in benefits with that. All right, now listen. I used to be a salaried worker, and I got taken advantage of. Right? They said I'm salaried to work forty five hours, and I'd be working sixty. So you can't be that person. No, I wouldn't. But right. a hundred thousand dollars a year, they would, they would work. I mean, that that was more than I was making at CVS. So uh, maybe they should work eighty hours a week. No, it, it just it's just curious. They would, they would make sure the job was done, and that's what the hundred K plus the bennies would be for, in my opinion, to make sure the job's done. Whether that's twenty hours a week or a hundred hours a week, don't care. Figure it out. If you want to less to work less, make it twenty hours a week, but figure out how to do that. Don't care. All right. Anybody out there looking to make 100K a year and work 20 hours a week and just text him once a week and say everything's fine. There you go. You know, <laughs> you know who to contact here. I would still have access to the books, Mike. I would know if it was working or not. Uh... All right. So my plan, right, I'll give a little bit of insight. Like I want to have a house. I want to pay it off. Anybody that follows me, I try to, you know, steer clear of any kind of debt. So we're looking at putting a nice down payment on a house, paying it off early. Then you don't have any, you know, mortgage expense. Then all you're really worried about is your property tax, your utilities. During that time, we continue to put money in the retirement, keep the retirement fund growing over time. It's not exciting, right? You know, you just put money in there or, you know, you just, and it just grows a little bit at a time. Some months you win, some months you lose. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's kind of the big issue with trying to plan that far ahead is like, there's no gratification today. And there's really no excitement to it. It's almost as if like you just wasted a hundred bucks by putting it in there. But in reality, you know, that could change your life if you do it consistently. Yeah, for me, um, I'm going to be rolling my eBay money into, yes, real estate money. Surprise, surprise. Uh, but I'm probably going to go the commercial property route, um, like storage units and or garages and stuff and rent those out and thus generating the passive income that's mentioned. I don't think I would want to do the housing thing and deal with rotating renters and or moving their crap when they leave it behind. Now, same could be said for commercial property, right? Now I got to move some cars. Oh, how do I do that? Where's the forklift, right? But uh, no, um, and storage units, same problem. They leave their crap there when they don't pay. But hey, I could resell their crap, right? So there's that too. Free cost of goods. Free clickbait YouTube resell. It would be like storage wars, right? You could go in, you could put a gold bar in there, and then, oh, my God, look what this person left behind. You know, he's just like a huge handful of gold. Um, it, it is good to have, like, this idea. And I do think, like, as when you're self-employed, there's really, like, at least for me when I was at CBS, it was like, hey, we match 5%. So you're automatically going to put that in, right? But when you're self-employed, it takes self-initiative, right, to do these things, to save money, to work towards your goals, whether that's a house, get out of debt, anything like that. And that is part of the game here, right? If you're, you're, your future plans, what you're doing reselling for right now, you're working towards your future plans. I don't know anybody that just resells that is just like, oh, I just spend all this money on whatever, whatever. I just blow all this money at the casino, right? It's always somebody that is either, you know, doing this full time, paying their bills, working on debt, saving money. There's really nobody out there, at least that I know of, that's just like, well, we made $500 this week on eBay. I'll see you guys at the casino floor, right? And then, boom, they cut their video over and they're at the casino floor playing blackjack with the money they made. It doesn't exist. No, no. And uh, even in the real estate game, I, I would probably have a property manager at the end of the day, honestly. And again, I'm taking a lesser role at that point because I'm older at this point. See this beautiful, dirty blonde hair? 
it, it would all be gray and white by this point, probably. And I'd have a cane like Scrooge McDuck, and it'd be great. I think you should go full on, you know, peroxide blonde. Billy Idol style? I, I've rocked Billy back in the day in my early 20s when I thought I was cool. So, yeah, I can do it again. That's what I'm saying. Be calm over Billy Idol. Yeah, it'd be great. So everybody has this thing they're working towards today, basically their future, their way to get out of reselling, whether you realize that or not, if you're working towards paying off debts, that counts, right? You know, you want to get debt free, that can change your life. If you're working towards saving for a vacation, that counts, right? You're working on paying for a vacation all out of your pocket. Can't be beat when you have something along those lines as well. So everybody has this thing, but I just want people to start thinking about, you don't have to resell your whole life. And I think Johnny B's, you know, you hear it a lot is you, you you build up and then you step back from your business and what he's doing. That's that's probably the way where you keep your reselling business, but you're not actively out in thrift stores like I am. Right. Yeah. I would basically have to, you know, he's already a few steps ahead of me. He's got employees. He's got a plan in place. If I wanted to go that route, it would, it would be a much more of a headache because I do Amazon. So I would need scouters and it'd be a whole different thing. But it's just pick and choose what you want to do. And for him, that's what he wants to do. For me, I'm perfectly fine doing what I'm doing um, and just working towards my goals of getting the house, paying off a house, uh, putting a lot of money in retirement. So me and Deb, you know, we don't have to keep doing this all the time. And, you know, Deb, Deb's the same way. She has her own business, full-time hours. She does more hours than I do every single week. And, you know, you guys don't see it, but she has a full, you know, full-grown brand, you know, selling cat and dog toys. And it's something that took years to build it there. And you almost can waste, waste the opportunity because if you are in a situation where say you have a great, the rest of the year, Johnny, you just, you know, you do 500 grand in sales. Well, mm -hmm. you never really had that type of income coming into this point. And then maybe you just get a little bit crazy with the money and make decisions you otherwise wouldn't have made because all of a sudden you have this influx of income. So as you grow, as you get this extra money, you have to dedicate it to something that's going to give you some kind of return. I'm not saying you can't go out and do fun things, but I'm saying you can't just go to the casino and blow all your eBay money, right? That's just, that's not going to work. Your business, it's not sustainable because you're buying these items to resell. So you're losing money at the end of the day. You got to really think about, you've been doing this for years. You're making X amount of dollars. Where, where exactly are those dollars going after you make them? Oh. They go into what I call infrastructure, which includes people. So either cost of goods. Um, I mean, we're talking outside the bills here. Yeah. Um, so cost of goods, employees, or employee at this point. Um, the actual storage housing things, my bricks and boards, which I've switched over to instead of buying book, gigantic, way, way too expensive bookcases. Um, and or longer trips to go out and source more because I did a California run that was expensive, but well worth it. But I got a lot out of it. It enabled me to do that. Um, do you have like an emergency fund for your reselling business? Yeah, I do. I also I have uh, I have several accounts. I have a tax account. First of all, I have a savings account where I assign a certain percentage to go into. Same with the tax. Um, then I have the the main account, which I use for cost of goods, but I assign a, an allowance to myself and I usually withdraw that allowance at the beginning of the month. If I don't spend it, I put it back in. If I do spend it, well, there was my allowance for the month for cost of goods. Um, 
and anything left over, I just let it sit in the main account just in case of a rainy day. Well, we didn't sell as much this month. That happens. I mean, we're, in my opinion, this is the worst time to be selling, at least in my category, books on eBay, but it's doing all right. Um, accounting for an unforeseeable cost. Let's say my engine and my truck goes out, right? Well, either I need to replace whole engine, which is expensive, or buy a brand new vehicle, which is more expensive. Maybe. Cars are weird. But anyway, um, accounting for any and all of receivables to try out through the year. And then once the year is done and tax is all paid up, okay, now I have this much. And then I would analyze what piece, what additional infrastructure do I want? Do I want a second employee? Do I want to move to a different warehouse? Maybe I want two employees or three, et cetera, et cetera. So holding out, that's the hard, I think that's the hardest part is holding out because you got this money, right? What do I do with the money? It's really tempting to spend it right away. Me, I'll sit on it and wait. My plans were this for the year, not modify my plans till the end of the year. They're this. Do you think uh, more more resellers, eBay or Amazon, do you think more people do this to have fun money or to have purposeful money? Neither. I think they do it to pay their base bills. Uh, we're talking about people that are in this full time, yeah? Either or. I mean, either or. It doesn't matter. Okay, in that case, yeah, I, I'm sure people do it with just fun money. Even in our group, we have people that use this just for their fun money to go on cruises or to eat out, or go on one to two trips a year. This funds all of that for them. Cool for them. For the full-time people, I think they're trying to pay their base bills and then some, and hopefully they can get out at the end. And by the end, I mean like what we're talking about, retirement, whatever. Um, so I don't even... And you got, you got a small group of people who want to do something grandiose. Um, and they usually have a big bankroll to begin with, those kind of people usually. And they're trying to build a gigantic warehouse and or do huge numbers on like with OA and stuff or RA. And they're an interesting breed in themselves. They're just different types of people in this in this business. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I think by and large, if you're in this full time, you're trying to replace your full time job or you have replaced your full time job and you're trying to transition reposition yourself to get out of what reselling is providing you right now and that seems to be the hard struggle like how do i get beyond this stuck point and you gotta either change your business up or realize that it is a very much long-term game and not a short-term game it just takes time uh, but a lot of people don't like to wait um i'm not saying they're right or wrong but sometimes you gotta wait uh, i do think you're right like what you said like this People look at this as probably like the toughest time uh, reselling has been, especially for media. So like it's it's one of those things where there's a lot of negativity out there around reselling. But I just want people to kind of take a step back and look at like when you first started reselling, right? You know what? You know when you barely had any time to put in the reselling when you're working a long day and then you go to the thrift store afterwards because it excited you. Yeah. And if you have an end goal, I think you always kind of keep that excitement, right? If you know. Deb wants to have a beach house in Costa Rica, right? Like every day she gets an order, she thinks to herself, well, there was another dime out of that order that's going to my Costa Rican, you know, beach house. And uh, I do think having something like that motivates you more to kind of do what you're supposed to do. But I will say there's uh, a lot of people that I know just don't have an exit plan when it comes to work and it work in general, whether it's reselling or just your normal job. There's no kind of strategy to 
to think ahead. And I know it's, you know, it's it's tough to think in the future because you don't know what you're going to want, you know, a year from now, rather yet 10 years from now. But if you just have that kind of slush fund of money where you can say, all right, well, I want to do this. Well, if that changes to something else, it's still there. And I do think it is important to just financially start thinking about down the road, like, what are you going to do? What's your business going to look like? Uh, what's your retirement going to look like? Don't get caught up in today's moment because there's going to be how many more today's in your life. So you got to start thinking, just think down the road. And I would challenge people to, to get involved with, you know, thinking about retirement, maybe open up, you know, a cheap account. Um, you just look at all how crazy the crypto thing was, right? Like I don't own any crypto, but like these people, you know, they put a little bit of money in something. It went up and went down. Some people won, some people lost. Um, you can, you can do a more safer thing when it comes to like mutual funds and things like that. I'm not a financial advisor, but over time, the stock market continually goes up. It's just common sense to, you know, put your money in and let it sit. And that is, an, that is another thing, right? When you have a big chunk of money, right? You're sitting in the bank, say you got 50K sitting there. And all of a sudden, you get a notification on your phone, right? You haven't touched this 50 grand. It's been 10 years. You get a not notification on your phone. Oh, Lamborghini's available for 50,000. I've always wanted a Lamborghini. You have to kind of turn your head the other way and think to the future, right? Just because it's something you want today, it might not benefit you in the way you think it does, right? And I'm not saying don't have a dream car, right? You know, don't if you want to have a dream car, go for it. But just just make smart decisions around these big decisions if you have a reselling business and you're looking for an exit strategy. I don't think very many books fit in the back of a Lambo. I'm just saying. You're not doing it for the books. You're just doing it to have it, dude. I know. I'm teasing. Now, for those unaware, if you go, if you just do a simple Google search for retirement plans for self-employed people and use the irs.gov link, don't all the other crap links okay. on those, but the one from the actual irs.gov, that'll help you plan your taxes, know what you're getting into for um, what kind of savings things you want. If you want something beyond a general just savings account at the bank, of course, you put your money in money in gold and silver, of course. So they got, what do they got here? They call simplified employee pension. So yeah, you can set up a pension plan for yourself. It's abbreviated SEP, SEP. You can get a 401k plan. You can have savings incentive match for employees. Um, so if I wanted to do a savings account 401k for my employees, I could offer one. Um, and there's contributions to five benefits and some other, other things as well. But you can start looking into things like taxes. What does it mean for that? Because with those things comes taxes. You want to pay money when you put your money into investment or at the end? Well, you can do some research and figure that out. Again, just like Mike, I'm also not a legal tax advisor, so I'm not going to tell you anything other than go to irs.gov and do some research from Uncle Sam. <laughs> keep panning for gold, Johnny. Keep panning for gold down there. Right. I know. <laughs> That's what he does with all his eBay money. He buys like a, a, a what do they call like a sluice machine? And he just, you know, it just pans for gold out back in the yard somewhere. That's his retirement. Yeah, my uh, eBay just funds my gold mining operation. That's what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think like that's a good point, right? Maybe you have, maybe reselling is just a stepping stone, right? So I really want to have a landscaping company say, so my eBay money goes into a pile that's for my landscaping company to buy maybe a, a mower or to hire somebody or for advertising. Kind of like what I do with my eBay money is my Amazon money. Anything I make on eBay goes to fund 
purchases for Amazon. It's the same thing. You just basically have a completely different business that maybe, maybe, you know, people like switching things up, right? People don't want to resell their whole life. Maybe they're just like, well, I'm going to make a little bit of money. See how I like this. You wind up not liking it. All of a sudden you want to pressure wash in business and you say, all right, well, I'm going to take every dollar I make from eBay, put it into my new business venture. And uh, just even that kind of thought process is going to motivate you to do more. And I think that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. This whole call is if you have an end game and end plan, the steps to get there are going to keep you motivated today to do things the right way and keep focused and 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 just build your business. Right. And take myself, for instance, I don't have to work the extreme hours that I do um, if I didn't have lofty goals in mind. And I only mention that because I could live comfortably. I don't, wouldn't have to adjust myself. Uh, I could have stayed at my funzy corporate job and did this part time and did all right. But I mean, like I want to throw some money to the folks because if you guys have never looked into how much taking care of old people costs, it's expensive especially as they get weaker and weaker and more ailments, more ailments. I think it's upwards of like 250 a day for personal home care because they neither one of them wants to go to a retirement home. And I don't blame you. If you've ever been in one of those, that's basically old people jail and not the good kind. If you got somebody in a nursing home, okay, maybe I'll take it. No, I won't take it back. It's, it's terrible. Dude, some of those places are nice. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. Nicer than my apartment. They probably got pools, dominoes night. You know, I can I can probably make some new friends and everything. But I do think like even something like that, right? You know, even if you just have this business to say, hey, I want to be able to, you know, take care of my parents, take care of a family member, take care of a friend, anything like that. You're going to be more motivated. It's almost like your business has a purpose. If you just resell to resell, you're just lost in the sauce. You have no kind of purpose of what you're doing. You're just doing it. And then what happens is you stop doing it or you start, you don't do it the right way because who cares, right? You just, I just resell to resell. Like that's just, that's not, you don't hear that really from successful resellers is that I just resell to resell. Right. I mean, I think everybody has their own personal goals. Like let's say you had kids, maybe you want the smart one to go to private school or all of them to go to private school. See what I did there. I said, they're only one was smart anyway. Um, that costs money and it's expensive. And then they're probably going to go to a more expensive college as a result of that. Um, so if you do reselling for that, that's, that's a purpose-driven life, in my opinion. You can, once they're done with college, you can call it Dunsies. You want to be motivated too, right? Because yeah. you're, you, you know, hey, it's going to cost this amount or on average this amount. This is how much, you know, I got to make and put in, you know, this account. And, you know, when that day comes, you're like, hey, all the work I did leading up to this point, all the motivation you had leading up to this point, you get your payoff. And then, like you said, you know, if you reach your goal of whatever it is, you know, you want to own this, that, whatever it is, then you can kind of step back and just chill and just, you know, make make YouTube videos and do things part time and really not not depend on it. I think a lot of people get to a point where they start really depending on every single dollar in their reselling business. Like if I don't make this 10 bucks, then I'm done. Right. And that's where you start getting into trouble because you have no leeway with things and you just demand this X amount of dollars. And when it doesn't happen, you're checked out, you're, you're closed up because your business can't function. Yeah. If there wasn't for this aging or dying thing, I could go at a much slower pace, but apparently that's a thing that we all have to endure. So that's the other thing. I, I, I didn't mention this, like the long hours. That's just to speed up my timeline. I could work a five hour day doing the same thing, but there's only so much I could do in those five hours. So 
in my case, I work more than a full-time person works. I probably work two full-time people's jobs in a week, to be honest, maybe two and a half. But that's just to speed up my own personal timeline for my own personal goals. By no means am I advocating do what the hell I do, because it's hard and long, and I'm pretty sure I'm immune to coffee at this point. But it, if you work longer and or smarter, you can speed up your own personal goal timeline, and the sooner you can get out of doing that your IND thing. And that's what I'm doing. I realize the sacrifice is up front. I'm okay with that, personally. I do think it gets to a point like just anybody can sit here and look at themselves, right? Uh, I played soccer in high school. We went up and down a soccer field a million times. You put me out on the soccer field today, Chief, I ain't even making it halfway down the field without being like, I'm done, right? So you work hard now so you can have the payoff later. And I do think it kind of gets lost, right? There, we have so many people like in the Discord and on YouTube that are retired that still do resell for fun because – Honestly, the older a lot of the older generation, they they worked their butts off their whole lives. They did the hard work up front, yeah. So now they're retired, and now you know they have this work mentality like ourselves, where hey, I'm retired, I can live comfortably, but I'm still going to do something to stay active, put a little bit of extra poker night money in my pocket. And I do think it, it it's a huge generational, basically mind shift when it comes from the older retirees to people our age, where it's just like. You work for today, you're not planning for the future. When a lot of those people that we're seeing are successful in the group, they're retired, they live comfortably, they still want to stay active, they still want to, you know, make a few extra bucks. It's almost a mindset when it comes to working hard and planning for the future. We're, we're, we're just working, you just work, I just work, I just have a job, right? This is what this is all I do. It pays my and bills. You punch, you punch out no more thing, but the the older gentlemen and ladies, they have a different I agree with you, they have a very much different work ethic. Um, and I guarantee you, they don't shortcut corners when they do put in their hours. When they're in clock mode, it's a professional job, guaranteed. Yeah. So I think we're going to wrap it up there. You know, this was a shorter call, but it was insightful. I just wanted everybody to start thinking about the future, think about a plans of what you want to have. You want to open up a store uh, for a resale business. You want to open up a thrift store. You want to have, you know, rental properties. You would just want to have a big retirement fund for yourself so you can go live in Costa Rica with Deb when the time comes. Um, something like that, even though it's 30 years down the road, 40 years down the road, planting the seed today is going to motivate you today until you get to that goal and you're going to do things the right way. You're going to be more motivated. You're going to have less days where you're down and out on yourself overall. So as always, we appreciate y'all listening, watching if you're over on YouTube and we'll see you guys in next week episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. Today's full episode and all previous episodes are available to all YouTube members along with the weekly Zoom call and private Discord. Head on over to youtube.com backslash the used book guy and consider joining for as little as $2.99 a month.